Hi, my name is Kai. Welcome to my podcast. We are who we are. It is a podcast that embraces different cultures, creative struggles, identity crisis, and mental health-related problems through the lens of a personal and candid conversation with people who has inspired me, friends and family. It is a privilege to have friends from all over the world and being so open book with me. Lastly, thank you so much for joining me at today's episode. Have a good day. Oh, today's episode is special.、Um, Andrea is a a great friend of mine.、Um, I consider her as one of my best friends. She is very, very creative and independent at the age of twenty one, which is very inspiring. And today we talked about、um, her relationship with art and other creative outlets, also her upbringings. Being from Colombia and what it, what it was like to grow up there, and how she coped with COVID and other mental health related problems,、uh, it's great. It's really great to talk to her, and I hope you also enjoy it. And that's it for the intro. Here is、uh, a conversation with me and Andrea. Thank you. So yeah,、um, I think the reason why I want to start this podcast. With my closest friends, because I feel like, especially like nowadays, like the social connection that we lost because of COVID and other things, and then one of the things that helped me most during pandemic or lockdown was listening to podcasts. So, I think it's kind of like served as like a purpose of connecting with my close friends and literally ask them like how they're doing, but also like trying to. Letting other people, whoever listens to this, even just for one person, that makes them feel like, oh, okay, it's okay to 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 be struggling, because、uh, everybody does, but not everybody has the courage to admit that. So, yeah, I just want to know, like, how are you doing first, like in just during this midst of pandemic? I feel like with COVID.、Um... I don't know. I think it's very unpredictable because your emotions can go from really happy to like really sad. It just depends what type of not even energy, but just what you feed your brain. I think, and like especially during pandemic, it's like really easy to fall into like a really, I guess, depressive state in terms of like the future because our lives drastically change, right?、Mm. So I think what I learned is like valuing, like trying to find happiness in small things.、Um, I think has really helped me. And yeah, so basically to <laughs> to answer your question, I don't really think I've been feeling like happy or sad. It's kind of just a mixture of feelings. So it kind of fluctuates. Yeah, it fluctuates. So what you mentioned, like finding.、Um, Small things、yeah. like happiness and small things like what, like I guess like you might, we all kind of learn how to cope with it, because、mm-hmm. I, I do too. So what kind of、uh, what what are some of the things that you find that kind of just find happiness happiness in? I think self reflection to me has helped a lot. I think it's really important to kind of like reflect. In like your position, like in your position, so like I journal sometimes, which is really helpful.、Mm-hmm. And then just like being grateful for like, I don't know. I think I'm like like a very grateful person in the sense that like I always, even if I'm, I feel like shit, I like always remind myself everything, like all the advantages I have in life. In a sense, like, I mean, all the opportunities I have.、Mm-hmm. And how I am like, even though I might feel bad, I'm still in an okay situation. There's people that sadly have it worse than me, and it's not even like me comparing myself to them. It's just like I think you should be like analyze what you have and like be grateful for, yeah, for what you have at the moment. I agree. I definitely agree, because、um, there is a very interesting. Silver lining, I think, between mental health and or depression specifically, 
compare them to people who actually uh, in need of food or shelter. So if you really put that into a bigger picture, then I don't I don't have the answer for that, but I constantly ask myself that which one is more so which one should people be more prioritizing? I think for me personally, um, for the longest time, I kind of unvalidated my emotions and like negative emotions in a sense, because um, this is going back kind of like to what I said earlier. Um, I just felt guilty for feeling like sad or like having negative emotions because I am, I have, I have so many more opportunities than like a lot of people. So that makes me feel guilty, you know, like, why do I feel bad about myself if like, I literally, I'm not struggling mm. at the moment in terms of like, the, uh, like needs mm-hmm. and, and like, there's people that have it much worse, so, but like, I've like come to realize like, it's okay to feel, to have like those moments, you know, like, I think it's actually good that like, I realize that. I think I'm conscious that like my feelings are not the end of the world in a sense. Like I think it's good that you're you can be conscious that there's other people that have it that would die for like the opportunities you have gotten or to be in your position. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I think that's that's something I like self reflect on a lot. And that kind of makes me be more grateful mm-hmm. with like even my like daily life, just the fact that I can like go to my kitchen and make tea to me like there's a lot of people that can't even do that or like very true you know yeah so yeah i mean like i'm so like struggling with like kind of unvalidating negative emotions i have but you just have to accept them i think by the way like we're doing this in this very dark room with one candle light on okay. i think i did this on purpose because when i was little i had this misconception about podcast people or like radio people because i thought okay they they weren't as good looking as the people who are on tv so mm-hmm. instead they just kind of they want to voice their opinions so behind it mm-hmm. in a way but now as i grow older i'm thinking maybe it's not about they don't want to it's about like they're scared of like some people don't even have the courage to show their true emotion under the lights in terms of like whether it's spotlight or just anything i feel like when you like in the dark you can truly be more vulnerable as if it's it's the same thing as when people get sad during like um like 3 a.m in the morning compared to like like you know like in the broad daylight so yeah i think that is why doing like it's very interesting and i feel like though that connects to like i think a lot of people get i think with like especially like our society nowadays where like everything is kind of like digitalized and i mean there's cameras everywhere pretty much everyone just uses their camera Mm -hmm. so it's kind of to me that's kind of like fake realities in themselves so i feel like if you put a camera in front of someone when you're trying to get really vulnerable with them in a sense that puts a lot of pressure with them like in them I think Mm. um because a lot of people it's kind of like you're being watched I think the camera serves like different pairs of eyes Mm. and I think yeah I feel like that's why podcasts are more intimate in a sense do you think by the way Andrew is a film production student and a really great friend of mine do you think because it's especially interesting to hear from you because you study film mm-hmm. and then that is film obviously without yeah. camera it wouldn't be mm-hmm. a film so do you think it would be much harder to convey that sort of intimacy through movies than audio or music mm, i think no i think mu- audio is intimate i think songs are intimate i think music is intimate but the way you make it through film is there's like so many different elements that come with it to make that intimate moment happen, like different film techniques. Um, I think it's very staged. 
And I guess like if you you can have intimate moments in like documentaries, I guess, or if you just like even now with like vloggers and stuff, like not even film related, mm -hmm. you can catch intimate moments by camera. Like I'm not on invalidating that, but yeah, I don't know. I think you could do it both ways. Okay, I guess that's why like like movie requires sound design, right? I think they just goes like hand in hand. Um, so we were talking about how you were, I guess that was like a month ago, not recently, but I remember you were talking about uh, your struggle with um, creativity, especially mm -hmm. being from um, Colombia, right? Yeah. So like, I want to know like, what was the moment that you realized, like, oh, like, after you got here, Toronto, that you realized that it's more free for you? Like, is there any, like, specific moment? Or... Like, how I... I guess... Like, in contrast to my country? Yeah, because you said... freedom. Yeah. Is it because of the resource? That, uh, yeah, it's more... I think it's more also about, like, the people and, like, society overall i think well toronto is like very a very diverse city mm -hmm. um i think in what i've been surrounded with ever since i graduated from high school mm. everyone kind of was trying to be the same or they were really afraid to just be themselves mm. and i feel like here in toronto is just so diverse there are so many different types of people different types of groups and like they're all very in okay yes and no but like they kind of all respect each other like okay like i might not be into what you're into but like i respect that and like i just mm. won't mess with it mm. obviously like that doesn't apply to everyone but i think like society is kind of like that mm. um in terms of the people i've met mm -hmm. but in latin america and i mean from my experience it's still very like a judgmental society and they still really have like I guess conservative like a conservative mindset of how things should be mm -hmm. so even just like coming here and just being able to be myself I think that that's like when I've like felt free and yeah what does it mean by like be yourself in, in your own well um well I still like that's like a deep question. Like I, I honestly cannot tell you who I am. It's like weird. Like I can tell you my interests and stuff, mm -hmm. but I like get very existential at times in terms of that. Mm -hmm. But in in terms of like not doubting myself too much and like not caring or like thinking too much about like what other people would think mm -hmm. of me if mm -hmm. I do or if I wear certain things or if I act a certain way. Mm -hmm. I think it's just easier here and yeah and obviously that brings a lot more of opportunities in terms of everything. Mm -hmm. I, I think it's, environment is actually very interesting because mm -hmm. maybe some people, because um, especially you, you went to international yeah. school so you already like accustomed to this sort of multi-cultural uh, multi kind of environment mm -hmm. and which goes back to like the advantage that you were talking about i guess mm. it definitely was an advantage and yeah i'm just thinking about people who doesn't even have the opportunity to have that sort of experience they must be and then there must be people who aspire to be a filmmaker there mm. so i think yeah it is crazy to think that so many people are so repressed in that sort of society and I, yeah. I, I just how do we even help them to get out of that sort of mm. right. yeah I don't know it's I think it's like a cycle I think it's just I, I think Latin America is very messy there's like a lot of corruption and I think the less educated people are the easier it is for other people to manipulate them and kind of like have them in control but then, like, the government really doesn't do anything because they're, like, very corrupt and they just, like, kind of, like, take the money that should go into, like, society and the people that actually need it. 
Um, but that's like a different topic. Mm. I just feel like when you experience more cultures other than yourself mm -hmm. and you open yourself to more perspectives, I think that can really affect you as a person. Mm -hmm. And your perspective it, around the, like in the, of the world will drastically change. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I don't know. I think it's all like about education and like o o opening people's minds. Um, like having conversations mm -hmm. about uncomfortable topics even have you thought about like making a, a like colombian based film that can inspire maybe people who doesn't have the opportunity i think that would be a yeah i think i think i definitely want to go back to colombia and make films eventually mm -hmm. but i don't see myself like going back there to live oh okay there. yeah but i do i like do want to give back to my community i think that's like one of my because I don't you know even though I live here and like yeah I can speak English perfectly I still feel like a foreigner here and my identity is still very tied to like my country but at the same time there I felt very um excluded as well so I feel like a, I've been feeling like a foreigner just everywhere which is kind of like weird to think about but yeah. I think that it's why one of the reasons why I want to like the theme of this episode I think it's about mental health and identity crisis um, me I think do you remember we were talking about that and then I told you how I don't know where is home for me because if I if I go back to China uh, obviously the language problems and the culture just I never really it's not, it's not going to be easy for me, but in New York, um, who do I, like, I don't know who I'm, who I am there or even anywhere in the world. I don't have that sort of safety net that I can rely on. Yeah. It is very sort of sad, yeah. I guess, but yeah. Yeah. I just wonder how like people that feel very connected to the roots like I feel, I feel like it'd be interesting to like ask them like how and why they feel such connection um like my dad he's very like nationalist <laughs> like he's he's just like Colombia is the best country in the entire world obviously lies but like he's just that type of person like no matter where he goes he's just very Colombian so but like even though i was born there and i am colombian and i love my culture mm. there's still something that's mm. off um i don't know if it's like societal expectations that mm. i kind of don't agree with there's a lot of things about like latin culture i don't agree with but it's still my culture and i still yeah. love it so so yeah i don't know it's it's a hard topic like i know it's especially hard to like Sometimes I, when I think about those like really existential price problems, I'd rather just like sit on it than to really dig in and think about it because there is no solution. But right? if people ask you like, where are you from? Where do you say? New York. Because mm -hmm. I, I mean, that's where I grew up, right? But like, I wouldn't say China because that's, that's a strange place to me. Mm, yeah. um, I guess you know New York. Isn't it sad though? Like because how? I think it's interesting. We were talking about indigenous people, and then how everything we sh well not us specifically, but um, people came earlier and stole like lands and stuff from them, and then how like they just like enforce them because uh, your room is indigenous, indigenous yeah. and then I. Can, I don't know if she can still like speak the language. Oh, she does. Yeah. She does? Yeah, okay. she has spoken to me. Oh, wow. That yeah. is very cool. Yeah, because a lot of people, they actually lost the ability of speaking the language no, or the yeah, culture. She's very connected to that. Like She's an activist, so she tries really hard to be connected to her culture. I want to interview her yeah, like, for an episode. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I should be down. Um, 
Yeah, I, I, I like find it really interesting. Like I've, she and she like teaches me like things about her culture, which I find really mm. like cool. I guess like that's also like the reason why I love like in terms of like dating. Mm. I like dating. I like to just get out of my comfort zone mm. in terms of like dating different. I like um, interracial dating mm. because you can actually share the sort of the experience, the mm. cultural experience, and then food and mm. whatever else. So, what do you think on that? Do you like interracial dating? Is yeah. It, yeah, I like. I don't really have a preference, like race preference. Okay, but yeah. for some reason. Um, I do find it cute when like I'm I'm into someone that shares the same like I don't know if it's because here I haven't met any like Latin people mm-hmm. or like I just miss my culture and I miss speaking Spanish with people. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Um, it's just nice like for your partner to share the same cultural background, like mm-hmm. kind of the same experience growing up. Yeah, like, I do find that interesting. But like obviously I'm not. I'm not like just dating people from my culture, like just like right. Yeah, just like anyone. Just honestly. open, open minded. Open minded. Okay, yeah. that's fair. Yeah, but like what you say is true. I do like that's I do um, like gravitate towards people from different countries uh, in terms of like just friendships and relationships. I think that's you can learn a lot. Definitely. Yeah. You can always learn from. People, I think that is you never stop mm-hmm. learning. No. Um, even if from someone that you probably only met once, going mm-hmm. on a date for like one night, oh, you can still I learn used from to do them. that. Yeah. Um, I had a really bad time. <laughs> well, not bad time, but like I used to just go on dates for just to go on dates, like not even like looking for anything. Okay. Like yeah. not looking for like relationship or like sex or like friendships. Yeah. Just literally going on dates mm-hmm. to like. Kind of interview people in a sense, just okay. like get different perspectives, like see what the fuck is up with their life. Yeah. I don't know. That to me was like super interesting, and I felt that I was like doing that also to get like inspiration, like creative inspiration. I like mm. to get different perspectives. I don't like to only kind of just rely on my like own mm. way of thinking. That's interesting. So I did that, and yeah, it was like interesting. Imagine a film based on that yeah oh my be, god it would be great like dating like just like for, it's just name is first date mm-hmm. and then just like go on different dates and stuff i think that would be great but yeah um i do want to know about like when was the first time you realizing that mental health was a big problem uh, or to you or to the society like when was like the mm-hmm. first moment like the actual moment you feel like oh damn i'm so depressed Mm, i think this was like when i moved from colombia to ecuador like i moved with my dad um and like i left like my family and like i left my grandma my mom in colombia and like i just moved with my dad to ecuador Mm -hmm. I think then, like, my mental issues started to develop. And I'm not blaming it on my dad, because obviously it has to do with, like, me as a kid. Mm-hmm. Um, but I just, like, to pinpoint specifically, there was a time, I think, I don't know if it was, like, ninth or 10th grade of high school, where, like, I would never leave my bed. Like, I would just be in bed the entire day. Mm-hmm. And... Honestly, it's like one of the darkest times I've had and it, I spent like just months like I have no like recollect recollection of memories of those times because like I was literally just in bed like I honestly don't even know what the fuck I was doing because mm. I was just so fucking depressed and like so fucking sad and just the lack of like mental health, I guess, knowledge that like Latin like I think, like, many Latin parents don't really believe in, like, depression or, like... Same with Chinese parents. They don't really (laughs) believe, like, that you could be sick mentally. It's Mm. just physically, right? Yes. So they just thought I was, like, either just lazy or, like, really weird. But, like, so then I never really got help. I mean, I tried to go to, like, a few psychologists, but it was just really hard for me to, like, open up. And I would just lie to them Mm -hmm. because, I don't know, it made me feel uncomfortable. 
but yeah it's just like so like to me looking back at that it makes me so sad because like I cannot believe I wasted like months of my life just like in bed not doing anything mm. and that kind of like makes me want to take more control of like my mental situation mm-hmm. and know I can di- get myself out of that position like I don't ever want to fall back into that state so that was like sort of like uh, a point that you kind of now going like thinking back and you'd be like oh I don't want to yeah I don't ever want to that, that actually is a great sort yeah. of because, like, I feel like life is so, literally so, it goes so fast. Now, like, realizing I'm, like, in university. Mm. I feel like at the time when you're a teenager, you don't really realize how fast life is going. But it actually is, like, it's fucking crazy. So, I kind of regret even now, like, after moving out, I probably should have spent more time with my family then. Mm. Instead of just being, like, locked up in my room. Like, it was just so depressing. Like, just imagine, like... I just had my blinds completely closed. It was mm. it was like dark the entire day wow. like in my room. Um, what yeah. what were you doing? Like what, like just is there any... in bed, probably like doing something in my computer, but like nothing meaningful. Like I mm. from those times, I like didn't really take anything meaningful out of it. It's not mm. like I was, I don't know, being creative or working on something or like even watching something that to make me feel better and cope with the mm. feelings. It was just. A lot of emptiness, I think. Wow. And then it's also very fascinating when you brought up how the lack of knowledge. Um, not even with, I think, not even with Latin people. I think it's just like globally how people uh, dismantle sort of the idea of mental illness. It's really sad, especially when I think about the, the government, like healthcare system, mm-hmm. especially in the United States, um, how or even here, like they don't cover oh, I don't think therapy it, session. Yeah, I don't think in South America. Yeah. So like, how would you expect people to get better? It almost feels like a conspiracy theory that, okay, as long as this person looks fine yeah. and to other people, then as long as you yeah. have- Don't every- you think that it's like, that just kind of like emphasizes the superficiality of our society. Exactly. Every It's kind of like you're just bound to like have masks on top of masks on top of masks. I think like nothing is real anymore, honestly. No. Like not even like to the point like we live in a simulation, right. but honestly like nothing is real. Like, yeah, cause I think because you mentioned like when I asked you like who are you like or what makes you happy and you, you don't know. I don't I think know. Like, I social media definitely yeah. contributes to I that. Mean, yeah i guess i have like like i said like i have a few things that make me happy i like know Mm -hmm. those things but um it can change and like your perception of who you are changes all the time Mm. um i don't i don't even know like 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 who you are like who are you that's such a it's so hard how do you even answer that i know and also that is the first question every class no, like, every the beginning of every class, the professor would be like, describe yourself, whatever. That is the hardest question. Like, come on. I feel like, yeah. I don't know, like, most people would just say, like, their jobs, I guess, what they do. Mm. But does that you, you know, define you as a person? Like, but also, it kind of, yeah. It's interesting that how different people define themselves. I guess sure. that has to do with creativity, right? That's because true. some people, if they, I don't want to name like a position or industry because everybody's equal and I respect every uh, industry. Mm. But some people, they might not go as far as describing themselves or completely open themselves to a total stranger. So like, I feel like a creative person or like a person who does art would t- usually more vulnerable in, in a sense mm. because they have to be. When they're making something meaningful, you have to sort of like put your own sort of emotional input into the projects, I think. Mm. Right. I think, but at the same time, I feel like now there's just, there's like a very thin line with like emotional art and like just, I don't even want to say art. It's just like, like, how do you even define art? <laughs> 
I think if I try my best to me personally, I I can't define art for everybody, but for me, it's something that makes me think and pondering uh, on the meaning of life. I think that's well. Science can do that, but science doesn't make me think because science is factual, right? So I, all I have to do is listen. But I think a lot of like science is like just start like keeping it's just developing still mm. you know like there's so many things like we still don't know about mm. just the universe overall and like it might be factual but like we don't know so kind of to me it's just like the things we already know i like question myself about those things mm. Mm. i don't know i i've had this discussion with multiple people like what is art what like what do you consider like, let's say we have a piece of paper and then I just draw, like, a line on it and I say, that's art. What do you consider that art? Like, you know what I'm talking about? Like, sometimes there's, like, really... I don't even know what type of art this is. I think that has to do... It depends on who drew the line. If it was a famous person, let's say a designer... Like, yeah, like, is that even... Like, is that art or is that not? It's hard to define. Yeah, there is no black and white. Yeah. yeah, because I think it is in in sense. I think art is about creation, and then you create that, even just a line. Because when people are talking about like art, or rather the simplicity of art, they so if you do something that's more accessible or achievable to mass majority of people, then people might consider that as or like even downgrade that, not even consider that as art. But so when they people usually consider great art is something that is so highly un, 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 unachievable. But it's just funny because like let's say the like the greatest painters they yeah. weren't really even recognized just like years after they died mm. they started getting recognition. Mm. And I wonder like who like if that's gonna keep on happening you know like let's mm. say years from now who's gonna be like super recognized that's probably like struggling right now or. I don't know, I feel like even now, just, there's so many different types of, like, art, and I feel like art is so accessible nowadays, Mm. but if I had to define art, I feel like art is just everywhere. Art is everywhere. Art is everywhere. There's, like, nothing you interact with in your daily life that is not derived from art, Mm. in a sense. So, yeah, I feel like even the, like, most uncreative person ever can still make, like, has still done art at one point in their life. So you think art is a necessity to art? Humanity, hum- yes. Human functionality. Yes, 100%. I agree with that. That's very interesting. I agree because, you see, also, like, it depends on, like, for me personally, I really value the things that you read or the things you indulged, of the movie you watched, the music you listened. That definitely helps you to open your eye to a different mm-hmm. world. Because to some people, if you look at a, a, basically a chair that designed by, from like mid-70s, designed by mm-hmm. a famous architecture, mm-hmm. uh, Marcel Brewer, for instance, um, his chair was sold for like $5,000. And to some people, it might be just a black leather chair with some chrome bars. But to person that who familiar with that, they might think that is a piece of art. So I think it's all about perspective. It is. It's all about perspective. Just uh, literally, just everything is about perspective, and there's no way that you can ever have the same. I think perspective is very unique. Like you can never have the same perspective of someone else. I think you can attempt to see the things in the same way, but we're still all blinded by our own experiences. Mm -hmm. Um, That it's. I think it's impossible to have the same perspective as anyone yeah so i think that's perspective in a sense makes us unique that's interesting because i was recently reading this essay about glorification about uh, suicide Mm. it's called the myth of sisyphus Um, and then how basically there was one passage the author was describing how the roads the trees or the normal everyday stuff was the reason why we're very familiar because that's how we 
grew up and then see it every single day. So we're accustomed, accustomed to it. But if you take out the meaning of it or the visual imagery of it, it looks strange. And sometimes it could be tricky because you don't even know what is real or what is not. Mm-hmm. And then, yeah, I just feel like sometimes when I'm walking down the street and I see some like old buildings or trees, I would like take out the modern buildings in my head. It has like a 3D kind of like image mm-hmm. and I would take out all the modern mm-hmm. image and then I would imagine what is like if this tree was at exact same mm-hmm. location but with just people from the 1800s. Mm-hmm. I think that's like really cool. Yeah. Yeah. That is really cool. But like what was like the first um, art like experience with art when you were in Colombia like growing up like I want to know. My first experience with art. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> that is re- like a really hard question. Because you, you may probably you don't um, pay attention, right? Or... Yeah. No, I feel like I didn't even like consider art. It like didn't even become so much so meaningful to me until like later in life but like in a way I still always was doing it Mm. like subconsciously like not really thinking oh yeah I'm Mm. like doing art but like I was doing it Mm. um but like let's say like me specific projects of like me doing art I don't know I kind of like always really just enjoyed like this is like very basic but like art class was just really fun yeah um and I didn't even, like, have felt the pre- pressure to have, like, good art skills. But then a project that, like, just, like, it's, like, in my mind right now. Um, when I was little, we had to, like, design a house. Uh-huh. So me and my best friend built a two-floor house. And we, like, interior designed that bitch. And we made, <laughs> like, a pool. And just everything was, like, super good. And... We put so much effort into it just for fun. Mm-hmm. And then everyone else just showed up with like one floor, but we went off. And mm-hmm. I think it like we just did it for fun. We like didn't even. Oh, actually, um, me and my best friend would always like play around with people. Okay, this is like really, it's not, it might sound really fucked up, but like we would kind of like set up people in situations, kind of like creating our own visual script, like improv. We would make situations happen and have, like, people mm. be kind of, like, our experiments. And we would, I don't know if it makes, if I'm making sense, but we would kind of, like, have a situation. Like, let's say, not even, like, create some drama, but, like, have something happen. And mm. then let people, like, like, give them that and let, and then let people unfold. Like, like do whatever they want with that. I don't know if that makes sense. <laughs> so like, so they like consciously. They were just being their normal self, but we kind of like pre-planned that situation. Before. Oh, okay. So it was kind of like we were giving them a setting and like a problem or like, yeah. And then we kind of just put people together to act for us without them knowing. So they're they like acting. actors without even. Ha- being... Yeah. Without even knowing that. I don't know if that might sound manipulative, but, like, for me and my best friend, that was, like, like super amusing how we could, like, play with pe- people like that. <laughs> um, yeah. And I don't know. We always, we, we always, like, found music videos when we were younger. And, but we just did it for fun. So, like, mm-hmm. I don't, I didn't, like, even, like, acknowledge that we were, like, making art, quote-unquote, if that is even considered mm-hmm. art. I think that is. Um, I think that validates like the artistic expression because mm. as you were saying it kind of reminds me of what Kanye, Kanye actually said something uh, it was very like it struck with me um, he said life just a big giant script and then we yeah. all just actors in it that I do true. agree with it I agree with that too. so it is interesting that you did kinda, that yeah with like people from fucking lower school (laughs) we did as like creative like we were like oh my god we were like such like fucking bad kids oh my god we like made problems and then like we were like oh that wasn't us and then we just let the situation unfold 
and yeah we even like set people up together and shit without them knowing that is the start of gossip we (laughs) know honestly honestly though like it was just we felt like it was just so boring like life was just so boring for us we wanted Mm. to spice it up Mm. Um, i don't know i think that's like even then we were kind of like creating our own characters and even though he's like not in the arts field right now i still think he's like a very creative uh, is that your best friend? Montreal, yeah. Oh, the one okay. that's in Montreal right now. Oh, okay, wow. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, so yeah, I don't know. And then I've always, like, created stories in my head. Mm. Um, just very random. And in a way, I'm very, like, um, I don't know. I think my sense of humor is a little bit... Fucked I don't up, even know how to, Yeah, how to explain <laughs> it. So I always struggled as like growing up as a kid me and my best friend were looked at like the weird kids Mm. kind of sometimes and i don't know we kind of felt misunderstood in a sense but that didn't really bother us because like we were just so happy and we just created like really fucked up stories about people we knew Mm. not even like create gossip or spread gossip it was just for us like for oh, our wow. own entertainment. Okay, like, so it's no harm. No, no harm. Yeah. I, well, yeah. We, like, set two people up, and then that kind of, like, ended up badly, but uh, we didn't harm anyone. Well, yeah. yeah. That's all that matters. Mm. Are you a cynical person? Define cynical. Like, you doubt everything. Yeah. I, I doubt myself a lot. Mm. I think that... Was, that's like bad and good, but like I'm also very indecisive. Um, I do believe that every choice you make changes something. Mm, okay. So, so that's maybe why I'm so indecisive and I always want to make the right choice, but there is no right choice. No. I think the right choice is the choice you end up making regardless. Mm. Um, I don't know. It might not apply to every situation. Um, but yeah, I feel like life is so boring if you don't question it. Whoa, that's interesting. Yeah, I I don't know. I mean, what do you even do if you don't question what you do? Or if you don't question what you're living or going through? So questioning um, yourself is actually a way of being conscious with yourself. Be aware, more aware of the surroundings and yourself. Yeah, I do think it's important to, uh, when you're like going through a, a, an episode of depression or whatever else, I do think it's important to sit on it and then mm-hmm. sort of like recognize the feelings because that really helps. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I, that's what I've learned. Um, even though I used to like not, like I said, not validate them, I've learned to kind of like acknowledge them and try to work with them or like not even like work with them but just in a sense know that they're kind of just passing by Mm. like i'll not like i won't feel like that forever Mm. um because i felt bad like so many times and then i felt happiness so many times Mm. so i think just reminding myself that it's just something that like will pass Mm -hmm. um I think really helps me and then I like have like I like do try to make my like comfort myself like I I love tea so I make tea mm-hmm. and then I eat like something sweet and just like very I guess like physical things can also make you happy I think mm-hmm. um, s- certain things <laughs> so like yeah just like cope however whatever works for you because everyone is like very different and I think just like crying and like just crying is good like not even like sometimes I'm like I cry and I'm like why am I even crying but Mm -hmm. I don't even have the answer I just want to cry because like that's just how I feel Mm. um yeah I think crying is like great (laughs) I do I do agree because it tires you out and then you just go to sleep and then next day you'll be like okay I'm fine Mm -hmm. And then, like, you might wake up with your, like, face fully fucked, but, like, that is fine. It's fine. It's totally fine. No, yeah. I used to be, like, you know, like, I don't like crying in front of people. 
Yeah. And I still don't. But I don't know. I think. Yeah. I think crying is, to some people is very personal. And yeah. To some people, they like to cry in front of people mm-hmm. because they're looking for um, intimacy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think. Yeah. I mean, there is no right or wrong, right? Mm-hmm. It depends on person, oh, yeah. personal preference. So, like, that is like really perfect. Goes back to when we were first talking about how. I actually don't remember. <laughs> I lost my train of thoughts, but it's okay.、Um, yeah. So, like, for you, like, are you? Do, do you like think about future?、Mm, yes and no. Yes and no. I mean, I think it's like good that to have goals and like something to look forward to.、Mm-hmm. Um, not even like things you, yeah, like things you want to achieve, but also just like personal goals. I think it's it's a good thing to have, but、mm. also I'm a very flexible person,、mm. so I kind of、uh, understand that life is ever changing,、mm-hmm. and I don't get fixated in just one thing. Okay.、Um, so I'm like very flexible. So even if like something that I thought would happen in the future doesn't happen, I think I've like managed to handle that, like. I, I not not like handle it, like deal with it, and like be okay, and like know that um it is it's it's okay, like yeah. I don't know how else to explain it. I guess like, accepting like accepting how like you can't really control the future because like I feel like that's something I really、uh, this pandemic really showed me that、um, it's really important to be in the present.、Mm. Um, Cause like when we were with like like when Rona wasn't around, I think people didn't really appreciate how like free we were. And like now you like look back、yeah. and you're like, wow, we could like leave our houses without like wearing a mask or like not、ground. even like thinking about germs and stuff. Now I'm like super like germophobic. I think、mm. uh, not even like going to club, but just like meeting random people, social interactions. Like、mm-hmm. with Rona, you realize how interconnected and how much we do affect each other. Like. Even like, you can even affect someone you don't even know you are、mm-hmm. affecting. That's why it's so important to like be precautions and like stay home if you do have Rona, just、mm-hmm. so that you don't like infect people that might be vulnerable. But、um, I think it is. I I think that has taught me to like really enjoy the present、mm-hmm. and not get too delusional or too caught up. To cut up and just waiting for things to happen that、mm. might not even happen. That's、um, a really good point.、Mm-hmm. So, like when I went back to Colombia、um, when the pandemic started,、mm-hmm. and I was like trapped there for six months. Oh yeah. With my mom, it was like the first time, honestly, first time in my life that I could spend so much time with、mm. her. Because like when I was little, she would always. Go. She like had to go to work, right?、Mm-hmm. So I would only see her at night. So like, I didn't really, I guess, have like memories of her. But、mm-hmm. now, like, because of pandemic, we were in the house like together, like twenty four seven. Um, and she was like working from home.、Mm-hmm. So I think, like, even though we were like we weren't like really doing anything like, quote unquote. Um. Amusing or like、mm. extravagant、mm. to me, that's still like, yeah,、um, feels very special in a sense. I think definitely finding things in like sim- simple, simple things can make really you, make you happy.、Yeah. I, so I think when people would be obviously like Rona、uh, killed a lot of people. That's very unfortunate. I wish it would never happen. But I don't think it's a complete like just. A negative thing. It is. There is a silver lining. There、yeah. is a, a sort of, I, I guess, benefit. Yeah, I think it's just per, in terms of like the way you look at things, and obviously, I don't want un, uh, want to invalidate like how bad Rona is.、Mm-hmm. Rona, um, how bad it is, like Miss Rona is listening. She is. <laughs> She's. <laughs> Number one. This is the first one. Miss Rona is sponsoring this podcast. Oh my god! This podcast is sponsored, sponsored by, by Miss Rona. Rona. <laughs> um, no, but like, 
yeah i think it's just about perspective like we can't really do anything about the virus right now then mm. just wait at least like just wait and be careful yeah. so how do you still keep yourself mental health wise like mm. happy mm. Uh, or, or like attempt to mm-hmm. Yeah, I think I think like you said, you can find happiness in small things. Mm-hmm. The vaccine's gonna be out very soon. Yeah. So I will just wonder like how I wanna like I don't know how I people don't know are how gonna post Rona world. Yeah, like people are people just gonna go crazy or oh, I feel 100%. like there's gonna be two group group of people. Mm-hmm. One is that they go like completely crazy, mm-hmm. start just fucking around, and another group they just still be very cautious they like yeah I they want to wait for a little bit I, for me i want to be the second yeah one. i don't want to just no yeah because you never know who's got vaccine or not right yeah. so it's not even about like that i just feel like i mean at least for me um we're just way to us just like sneaking to the club <laughs> like once i like open just like yeah. oh it's for one night <laughs> No, I feel like the this Rona thing really transformed me, transformed my perspective. Like, I feel like now I'm just so much, like, I used to be clean, but now I'm, like, extra clean. Oh, like, okay. I, like, wash my hands so much. I, like, clean everything. I, like, sanitize my phone, my computer, just everything. And mm. now even just, like, I feel like even post-Rona, just, like, knowing how many surfaces I touch on yeah. the outside world and not oh. knowing how many people. I feel like that's still, to me, that's never going to go away. That's like always going to be. Interesting. Even if like Ron is not there, because I know there's like so many other germs. <laughs> it almost, almost feels like we've been taught a lesson. Like we're yeah. just like a naughty, we're a bunch of naughty kids not being very careful. And Miss Rona yeah. came to class be like, no, you guys have to really learn this lesson. Otherwise, you're going to die. <laughs> well, there's like so many, you know, like I feel like Miss Rona's, okay, this sounds really bad. And, but I feel like Miss Rona's just one of the many things that could, poss- could possibly like kill us, you know. Mm. Um, yeah, I don't know. It, it, it's just like a dark topic, but I guess you just have to adapt like i think life is just all about adapting whatever it is Mm -hmm. that's why i don't want to get too attached to like a certain situation or like a certain way of living Mm -hmm. i think like attachments is nice but to a certain extent yeah because i think being flexible is really important i mean at least to me Mm. Um, it just would be really interesting to see how I feel like there's always going to be cynicism in like in terms of people's faith in the future that really we are as a group or like as a collective we really, really took a toll on us mm-hmm. so like um or in terms of like business like independent business like i just mm-hmm. hope i hope that they are able to survive during the trying time because mm-hmm. But like even now that has made me even Rona has made me more conscious about supporting my purchasing small. Yeah. Oh, and wow. supporting small businesses and like I think that even has impacted me like because you know we've like been talking a lot about like the minimalistic lifestyle and just like having things around you that genuinely make you happy mm. and I think it's just very important um, in like an age where we're just bombarded with like a bunch of spend money spend money spend money spend money Mm -hmm. on like things you don't need um yeah i feel like now like knowing how my like just thinking about like who do you like want to give money to like a big corporation or Mm -hmm. like support like a small business um even if like to me, even if the product is more expensive in the small business, mm-hmm. it still feels more personal and like yeah. special because I know I'm like supporting someone mm-hmm. um, that like needs it and that would actually, you know, it like actually affects them. Um, in a yeah. That's the thing I've been struggling with uh, is that how those small businesses. I think everything's handmade for sure. I mean, the price could be, I mean, definitely would be a, a more expensive than, let's say, 
uh, like corporates, right? But there are sometimes I find that those prizes are just too expensive mm. to even for people like us, like students mm. who doesn't have a disposable income. We want to support them, but it, the it's prize. Hard, yeah. So I feel like they. I know that they are. They have to price like that in order to survive. Mm. So it's very hard. It's it's hard. Um, I wish they could lower their price, everybody, mm -hmm. and then make more. Mm -hmm. So. Yeah. Well, yeah, I don't know. Now I'm just, I guess, spending money on things that are meaningful to me, um, not just on anything. So I feel like with every purchase, I'm very cautious. You know. Um, yeah. Wow. But yeah, you're right. It is. It is also about like whether you can afford it or not. Mm -hmm. A lot of people can't afford, um, no. including myself. So. <laughs> we just, yeah. Yeah. So when I can afford, like, support a small business, of course I would. But like, I'm just talking about like, okay, let's say like, really absurd, like, I don't even know, like, even just really absurd, like, clothing. Mm. I don't even spend like money on like fashion, mm -hmm. like designership. Mm -hmm. That's not my thing. Mm. But like. Even to me, if you're spending that, like, much money, mm -hmm. um, I mean, I, I don't know. I'm not a fashion student. <laughs> I don't know what the fashion students think. Yeah, the fashion world is absolutely crazy. That's the thing. Yeah. It's crazy. Ah. One, I guess one last question. I want to know how... Well, this is like the classic question, but I don't, I, I do want to ask because I want us to like look back five years from now and be like, oh, actually, like the mindset has changed. Mm -hmm. Like, what do you see yourself in five years? I knew you were going to ask I that. I know, I tried so hard to avoid that, but mm -hmm. okay. I do think it's, uh, it's valid. In five years, where do I see myself? So, 20. Hopefully, still in Toronto or at least working abroad, like mm -hmm. not in Latin America. Mm -hmm. um working in production either making my own like directing my own content mm -hmm. or um just working in video production overall mm -hmm. i think that's a very broad and achievable thing <laughs> to I, do yeah. um obviously making my own income of course <laughs> <laughs> having a bunch of plants in my house oh that's cute <laughs> um Hopefully, we're in a romantic relationship. Mm. Hopefully. Yeah. And uh, I don't know. I just hope I really change. Well, not like drastically change, <laughs> but I hope like I have improved myself. Mm. From, like, I don't want myself from five years to still be me now. And there's mm. nothing wrong with me now. Yeah. I just, you know, I want to keep improving. Like, I don't want to just be the same person. Yeah. Even though, like, you do have like an like an air of like I guess authenticity. Mm -hmm. Like you, you are the same person but But you're not at the same time. Yeah, yeah. I like I agree. Yeah, so I do think that we're still the same kids as before. Oh hundred percent. But it just like because it's just different. It's just somehow different. I feel like my response was just very like <laughs> everyone would say that. Mm. Um but like I don't even know, like, that was just asked, like, without me, like, knowing what to say. Yeah. But I just, like, hope I'm, like, at a place where I am proud of what I have accomplished. Mm, definitely. Um, what, whatever that might be. And that my mom is proud of me. And that, like, yeah, like, um, yeah, I think. I think in five years, no matter what happens, I'm always going to be so proud of you. Oh my gosh, that is so sweet. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you for doing this with me. Oh my god, this was fun. Yeah, I had fun. It was great. First episode. It's an honor to be the first episode. I know. I just hope it was, I wasn't that boring. Or people can actually understand what I say. I think they can. Because sometimes I feel like I just talk to myself. You know what I mean? That's the best. Like, 
Like even I can't understand myself. So I I I think it's like the Mahoney Drive because oh like you're actually talking to yourself right now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Imagine. But yeah, thank you so much. I'm so tired. Me too. Thank I'm you. still thinking about where I would see myself in five years. Like I still don't know. Oh my god, this podcast just changed oh your life. <laughs> I just want to do something great and, um, like you know, like uh, I don't even know. <laughs> Like, mm. give back to my community. Mm. Like, it's not even about myself. I just want to positive, positive, fuck, affect society in a positive way. Mm. Anyways, I don't know why I'm still thinking about that question. <laughs> it's fun. Existential crisis. I just hope that you're happy in five years, no matter what you do. Yeah, I hope I am too. I hope you are happy in Thank five you. years. I hope, yeah, everybody I care. Is happy. Yeah. Oh my God, five years. Okay. I'm 29. Oh my God. That's crazy. You're only 26 or 25. 26 or 25, yeah. Oh, wow. All right. Thank you so much. Okay, thank you. Bye. Bye.